Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. I got three of my favorite people that are going to share. So we're doing a three by 10. Do you have anything else, babe, or should we go into this? Come on, come on. So I'm going to tell you the three people, and then they're going to go in rapid succession. We've got the amazing Alicia Setton stepping up here. We've got the one and only Devin Parson going to share. And then we're rounding third with Rosanna Greenberg going to share. So will you guys help me welcome up our first three by 10 speaker, the lovely, the beautiful, Alicia Setton to the stage. Hello, hello. So it reminded me when my husband would step out on the tee box and somebody would say, please welcome BJ Staten. And I'd be like, it's Staten! You remember that, babe? Hi, everyone. Yeah, sorry, buzzkill. So um, thank you so much for having me up here today. I just want to, first of all, the last time I came up on a stage, it was a catwalk at Cherish. I'm just going to leave it at that. I didn't have to talk. You can imagine what I did on that catwalk. That's all. I'm going to leave it at that. As Pastor um, John Day says, I'm going to make you think about it. Woo! If I hold this up to my heart, will you hear it beating? Okay. Um, thank you again. And right now I just want to honor uh, Pastor Leanne um, and Jürgen Matesius for their continued guidance and love that they've given us in this church. And I'm so truly best to be a part of it. Let's do a little bit better. In case they're watching, we love you. Please let's honor um, our beautiful, um, wonderful uh, campus pastors, Matt and uh, Lorraine Tuggle. Thank you so much for giving everything to Salt Lake City and literally dropping your San Diego house and coming here and sewing into us. We are so grateful. And I just want to give a special shout out. I don't know where they are. I don't know if they're here or not. Um, our, our previous pastors, uh, Vince and Becca, they followed us when we came from C3 to here. And baby, we've been here for about how many, like... Eight years, is that right? I know, maybe seven? All right. Um, and lastly, I want to honor my amazing, extraordinary husband. Please stand up, BJ Staten, who honors and serves on the high team. This man right here is extraordinary. I honestly don't know what I would do without him. There's no way I'd be able to even be on the stage telling you the story without that man's love and support. He's a, an extraordinary father. He's a, an even amazing, more amazing husband. My hat is off to you, and I love you so much. I'm not going to sing a song for you. That would be awful, but I love you. No offense, Pastor Jurgen. And then I have my amazing sister-in-law here from New York City and my father-in-law visiting. My, um, my, my, I was almost called you lovely, Colton, but if I called my 17-year-old son lovely, he'd be like, Mom. My name is Alicia Staten, and I'm a proud Pathfinder graduate. If Tony were here, she probably would have screamed louder than all of you. 
And for those of you who don't know who I am, this is my God story. It's both relatable and genuine. And yes, I'm carrying this around because I don't have it memorized. Member, member, memberized. And I hope that you feel inspired by what I'm about to share. How many of you know that when you're in the sales arena, there's always a leaderboard? Well, somehow, some way, I'm very competitive. And I found myself at the bottom of that leaderboard. I'm in real estate at a high-end luxury community in Park, in Park City. And I was so frustrated. I was so low. It was like literally like kicking the dirt and behind the scenes and not letting people know how frustrated and disappointed I was. I was so upset and so frustrated. And finally, I just had had enough. Has anybody here had enough where they're like, give me breakthrough? Those that see me here on Sunday service, I'm like putting my hands in the air. I'm like, okay, God, speak to me. Give me what I need. This is how I fought my battle. You ready to hear how I did this? Had it enough of this ridiculous pity party. I literally stomped into my office, like, like truly like this. Like I was done. And my husband would be like, oh Lord, watch out when she gets like that. <laughs> I grabbed this map right here. I took two pictures. I took a picture of the leaderboard and this picture. I actually grabbed it. I had this in my hand. The leaderboard, it wasn't like in my hand. I sat down and I started circling lots. I started circling lots, just randomly circling lots, but I also knew these lots like the back of my hand. And I said, dear God, right now I want to declare over this map. I want to declare over what I'm feeling. My heart started racing and I literally thought, what is happening? And why am I circling lots on this map? Needless to say, and this is not a small map, by the way. This is over 7,200 acres of land, 1,900 home sites. Where I do real estate is not like, a little small area. It's huge, huge. Not intimidating at all. So my heart started racing. I put in the music. Music moves me, Pastor John Day. <laughs> moves. I'm probably the loudest person screaming whenever you hear take territory. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I put in surrounded. This is how I fight my battles. And I just kept singing, declaring, prophesying over that little baby map. One word came to me, obedience. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. What is more pleasing to the Lord? Your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to listen to his voice? I wasn't sure what I was hearing, but it was voices. The next word I got was perspective. I was in a fog for so long. I was oscillating over stopping working Sundays um, versus Saturdays. And how many of you know I have three amazing boys and we have a lot of games on Saturdays, like tons. So I'm like, there's no way I'm missing a game. No way. God told me you're missing games. You're missing games. You're going to be at Sunday service, Alicia State. And I was like, no, no, Ugh, I'm so stubborn. Didn't happen until now. It was this moment, this moment right here where I was literally feeling something going on. My priorities started to shift. I realized God needs to be number one. My husband is number two. My children are number three, my family. And my work is number four. I have been treating my work like it was number one or two, and I am done. Someone give me an amen, because when that happens, oh my Lord, the gates open up. 
That day, I made a decision to switch. I started showing up, church on Sunday, and then it dawned on me, God has to be first. My husband always says, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason, Alicia Staten. (laughs) That shift came when I told my husband that same night, I'm feeling like we got to stretch. We got to sew in our last bit of vision builders, honey. He was like, but you haven't gotten a paycheck. And I'm like, it's coming. I can feel it. Let me tell you what I did today. That week, I got a couple of walk-ins. One of those walk-ins was one of those dream walk-ins. A developer that was out of Las Vegas, California, and Arizona. His first words to me were, Alicia, we're here to buy multiple lots. His second words to me, do you have lots identified on a map that are your favorite? I was like, do I? Funny you ask. Well, I, uh, I got this map right here. And he goes, wow, those are very carefully thought out. And I said, you bet they are. I know this like the back of my hand. And I pulled out that map and I handed it to him. Needless to say, I was so proud of myself that I executed and I delivered. Pathfinder in me. He came back two weeks later on a Saturday for a second visit that went amazing well with a map in his hand that was mine. My map. We had dinner that night, my husband and I, at a wonderful, um, with some friends and family at um, Savor the Summit. And I got told upon arriving there, you need to invite the developer. I was like, okay. So I go to my friend who put the event on. And I said, do you happen to have any tickets left? I know there's only one, maybe. And she said, yes, I do. I have one. So I got on the phone with him. I said, can you show up right now? He said, yes, I can. He shows up. The evening went amazing. It went amazing. We were wrapping up. He looked at me and he said, Alicia, number one thing about me and my company, we are all about relationships. He pulls out his phone and he has a cross on his phone lit up. And he said, this is my cross on my property, in my ran- on my ranch. There's no coincidence why I'm here. This is not my doing, Alicia. We would love to vision with you and your country club and, and, and pursue multiple lots. At that point, I was literally like, oh, that is the divine. Come on, guys. Prophesy over yourself. When you're frustrated in life, you have all the tools you need in your hand to make a change. Come on. Inspiration happens with obedience. Breakthrough happens when you listen. Shift happens when you sow. You are son and daughter of God. Thank you, Bethel Music and your music, John Day. Take courage, my heart. Stay steadfast, my soul. Hold on to your hope as your triumph unfolds. He is never failing. I will rise in your victory in Jesus' name. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This is my first time, by the way, so that was fun. I am welcoming up the amazing Devin Parsons right here. If you have if any idea or concept of all how this goes on, this man right here knows a lot about it. Thank you, Devin. Oh, and also, by the way, Pathfinder. Thank you, Alicia. That was going to be hard to follow. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm me all the time. All right. So I just want to start by thanking Pastor Matt and Loren for this opportunity to speak. Um, you know, when Pastor Matt, you called me, I was like, all right, yeah, we'll do it. And I was like, I got to run front of house, but I'll still figure out how to do it. Yeah. And then I just want to thank uh, Pastor Jurgen and Leanne. Um, without their boldness, just to speak about the things that so many churches shy away from, like my marriage, my family is so blessed because of it. And I just last want to thank my wife, Mallory, and just honor her. You have sharpened me to a version of myself that I never thought would be possible. I love having you as my partner in life, and I love the journey we're on. So, mm. All right. For those that don't know me, I'm Devin. Uh, I run the production team, so I'm the lead of that. And um, typically, I'm in the background of the audio console, acting like a DJ sometimes during the Awaken Conference promo videos. Um, and shameless plug, if you want to join the production team and play some fun uh, toys... Hit up DNA, and then come talk to me. All right, so let's talk about vision builders. Um, I love vision builders. I love that Awaken. We don't just have building funds. We don't have one-time fundraising campaigns. We sow continuously into God's kingdom, expectant to see him move. Like, when we get to this time of year, it's not a, oh, man, it's that time of year again. It's another building that we got to get. No, it's like, I'm excited because I know what God has done in previous years, and I'm expecting to see what he's going to do again. So we've been a part of Vision Builders for four years, um, and I just want to kind of walk through the previous few years and just kind of what God's done for us through those to hopefully bring inspiration and just like knowing that this is a continued thing. It's not just a one-time thing. It's a continued building. So 2019, first Vision Builders. Uh, we really didn't have any idea what was going, what we were getting into. Like, we're like, all right, yeah, we'll go to this thing. Oh, you want, okay, you want big numbers, okay. Um, we saw all these miracle stories of houses and people's finances, and we're like, all right, yeah, we want that. Um, so God, sure, yeah, all right, let's, let's pledge a number. So, like, we pledged a number. We're like, man, this feels massive. And then looking back, it's like, no, that wasn't that massive. But the first seed, it felt big. And because we didn't know, we didn't know what we didn't know. And so we pledged that seed. And so... To give a little backstory to where we were in 2019, we had been in Utah for five years. We had moved down from Idaho. Um, I had gotten an opportunity for what would have been a dream, my dream job, what I thought was my dream job. And we had to short sell our house to make it happen. We got down, had debt. Um, there was a lot of baggage that came with that. Uh, there was also a lot of like emotional baggage. Um, we had just had Tyler. He was four months old. Olivia was three and we're in a new city, state. I was living my best life at my new job and what Mallory would call Disneyland and Mallory was alone at home and not feeling connected at all. So why do I bring this up? Because after we sowed the seed in 2019, I was like, all right, God, where's my big breakthroughs? You know, I'm waiting, waiting, don't see anything, don't see anything, and we had some, we still had a good life, we still had a good year, but it wasn't until recently that God showed me back to that 2019 that that was where Mallory's breakthrough began. And Pastor Alex, when he spoke about this last week, he said, reaping harvest that we didn't sow and also being willing to sow harvest that we'll never see. And I feel like vision builders, that is exactly what it is because so many people want to tell you, well, if you're going to sow, you expect money back. It's like, no. What happened here is I was not sowing into my wife in those early years when we were here, and I wasn't seeing the pain that she was in. I wasn't seeing the struggles that she was having. Because maybe subconsciously, I didn't want to see it because I loved where I was, the selfishness that came with that. But in this moment, when we sowed that seed, 
God was bringing a harvest to something I hadn't sown into. So he sowed into the financial, and he was bringing a harvest into that thing I didn't sow into when I should have. All right. So we moved to 2020, a great year, at least for Awaken, because we got this place. We came into this place. First, I think our first like, thing we did here was Vision Builders. Like, we did a few little things, but the first big thing was Vision Builders. And so we're like, all right, we're doubling down. We're doubling our pledge from last year. We're going to do it. We're going to do the stretch. And this is where like, all those stories of breakthrough came. And so we're seeing, like, I had a huge promotion like, a few weeks after we did that first seed. And I was told that I wasn't going to get it. That was the word I got from my boss. He's like, yeah, I tried to get the promotion. It's not going to happen. Calls me two days later. Well, we got the promotion. I'm like, cool. <laughs> we sold our house for above asking and bought for below asking. And then we took that same profit and paid off a lot of that debt that we'd incurred from this move. And so Mallory talked about a delayed harvest. And this is just one of those things where we're seeing the sowing. We know that there's going to be a thing. We're going to keep sowing because I know that my God is faithful. And I know that there will be a harvest. So we paid off 90% of that debt, a plus extra debt. And then just the house itself was the blessing. We, our previous house was great, had a massive yard. It was a lot of fun for the kids, big trees. But it was a 60s house that they didn't believe in master suites. And so we had a house that was the same size, or a room that was the same size as our kids, and a bathroom that was like a closet. But this new place had the master suite that was double of even just the bedroom and what was there. And we have this amazing deck that we get to look out at God's amazingness of over the valley. And a, a pool that's for our community, so we can go to our own private pool when no one else is there. All right, so my work also saw a massive increase in the stock price. And I was debating if I say this or not, but I believe that that was because I was sowing into vision builders, that I was seeing that for my company, because I was taking ground from that money that it was coming back. And so... My coworkers, they could have thanked me for that, but that was me sowing into it and me believing that God was bringing that back. I say this, and I'll get to it, but when I left the company, the stock's just kind of gone down, so I'm just saying. All right, 2021, last year's Vision Builders. We didn't have a doubling of our pledge again, and we were, it was almost like, we felt like we were sinking back a little bit, but we did increase, and but it was also with a little bit of, well, I knew what my stock, my company stock did, so I was like, it didn't feel as big a stretch. But I was good with it, because we're giving a large amount of money to vision builders, we're helping for the kingdom. And so there was part of me that was wondering, am I going to see the same breakthrough? I did. And so, <laughs> things started off great. So I got accepted into Pathfinder's Apprenticeship, graduated that. That just... It unlocked so much new mindset thinking and just everything in how to be a kingdom builder and a wealth generator. Mallory decided to start her own company um, and go back to school for accounting to where it was supposed to take 18 months. She did it in six months. After that, we both started new jobs within 30 days of each other, and we doubled our income. <laughs> yeah. Our, our marriage was also thriving. Like, we were going on weekly dates. We were going on uh, getaways by ourselves. We were communicating better. Like, it was, there was so much blessing come from, coming from it that I couldn't imagine anything else. Like, it was amazing. So ending there, I, it would be a great exclamation point to 2021. But God was not done yet. 
So when I say I started a new job, that new job also didn't come with stock <laughs> payouts. So where I had set this number, uh, thinking I was getting all this stock and these different things, that wasn't there anymore. We had a lot left on our, our uh, pledge. <laughs> we had a lot left, and we had three months to finish it. And we could have taken this time to turn to worry, to turn to forgetting what God's promises were, forgetting all the things that we had already seen in the previous years. But God reminded me that he gave us these new jobs, not to make our lives harder, but to bless us. So we did what any good stewards of their money should do. We looked at our budget. Mallory, the accountant, said, we're going to look at our budget. We tightened it up. We sold some things that we didn't need anymore. And in three months, we finished that pledge. And that pledge was bigger, or that what we finished was bigger than our 2019 pledge. So what now? Like, for some of you, you may be in a position where, like, where I was in 2019. It's like, I'm hearing all these great testimonies. I don't know what Vision Builders is. I don't know, like, how am I going to, what, what am I going to get out of this? Will I even get what everyone else is talking about? I mean, the answer is yes. All it takes is sowing that seed. I've seen him work massively in the stretch. We've seen that so much. That's all the stories you see. But the stretch for a lot of those people came after doing a small seed. That was us. I know there's so many other stories where it was a small seed first because we've been told by the world that, no, this isn't how it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to thrive. You're not supposed to have abundance. You're not supposed to be getting more money to then take more buildings, to then take more territory. That's what the world wants to tell you. So start with the small and let God show you that it's not about the number. It's about the heart. So in Proverbs eleven twenty four, it says, the world of the generous gets larger and larger, and the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. When we decided to take our finances that we had set aside for other things and then sow them into vision builders, we set our posture to allow God not only to return what was sown, but receive the blessings of the things we didn't sow. Vision builders is so much bigger than just raising funds for orphanages, buildings, city impact. Granted, we love all those things. Pastor Matt said it. We love all those things. If that's all it was, it would be great. Vision Builders is us surrounding our finances further to allow, God move, to allow God to move in our lives and the lives around us. And that's what it's about. It's not about the buildings. It's not about this. It's partnering with God to prosper and to take the kingdom further. All right. Thank you. All right. We've got the pastor, Rosanna, to bring an amazing word. Here we go. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So disclaimer, I might have the ugly cry. I'm not one of those pretty criers, so we'll do that together. Um, (laughs) um, So it is such an honor to get to be up here, and you guys have got to hear from my amazing husband a few times. Now you get to hear the the girl side of the story a little bit. (laughs) Guys always like to leave out weird details. I don't know what it is. Or embellish a little bit. I don't know. Something like that. No, no, he does a great job. Uh, (laughs) I love that. Um, So really just, it's such an incredible thing that the fact that my husband and I are here. um, It's been, I think, just a little over three months. Oh, it's starting already. Great. And I'm not even on the emotional part yet. Okay. (sighs) All right. (laughs) Um, So I've been in this church for 13 years. So I've seen it evolve from the middle school days to our first building in San Diego to just seeing the snowball effect to then having God transplant us here. 
house, which is awesome. Yeah. And it has been such a blessing for us. Um, and when I was thinking about what to share today, um, really, I felt like there's something unique about this vision builders and, and the timing of it, um, just with what is going on and the discouragement. And when you were sharing Matt, um, at the end there, I'm like, Oh great. That's just what I was going to share. Just dealing with the doubts because of what we see going on in our country, going on in the world and, and that heaviness. And I really feel like this year is a year where God is just awakening our, our voices in the spirit and our authority. And that's something for me, like God gave me for this year, my personal word is authority and stepping into that. And um, in uh, Revelations and in Isaiah, it talks about, because um, I keep seeing the, the numbers like 222, like I'll get texts or whatever at 222. In, in Isaiah and Revelations, it talks about the key of David, which is the key that can open a door that no one else can open and the key that can close doors that no, that will remain closed, right? So that's the master key. And so I really do feel like God's taking us to a new level in this. So to back up and share my, my story and really what I feel like sums it up, um, there's two verses of what Vision Builders has done for me. And I really just believe that Vision Builders is a vehicle God uses uniquely, um, especially in this house, um, to help us break, break off doubt and unbelief for ourselves and to to take us into a place where we we partner with God we learn how to partner with him which means we have to be vulnerable (laughs) where we know where we end and he begins (laughs) and then also for us to forge more intimacy with him so in Proverbs 16 9 it says within your heart you can make plans for your future but the Lord chooses the steps you get to take to get there that you take to get there And then in Psalms 37, 4 through 5, it says, Find your delight and true pleasure in Yahweh, and he will give you what you desire the most. Give God the right to direct your life, and as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. And I find it interesting. Delight means to be soft or tender, to find the tenderness in you. I think how interesting is it, you know, our hearts are attached to our treasure, and to be able to delight in God means you give him the things that are connected to your heart. And so that's where the connection with vision builders can come in. So have you found that your heart is soft to God or is it hardened? So that's why vision builders is so powerful because it helps us delight in God in a different way by softening our hearts. Right? So <clears throat> for, for me, I... The intimacy part is so so key with God and what happens as we do vision builders because it requires a vulnerability to allow yourself to be seen before God and your whole situation. And finances are a strangely intimate thing for us, right? <laughs> and then that partnership with God, like I said, is leaving him room to do what only he can do. It's for us to know where we end and he begins. And for me, what this was, was me dying to the part of me that had to prove my, my um, passion for God by doing something that I felt like um, was worthy of him to bless. Right? How many of us can get caught in that trap where I'm going to give this because because it's going to make me look good and God's going to know that I'm I'm serious. (laughs) I'm serious about him, right? Yeah, (laughs) but that's not what real, you know, what real partnership should be. 
It's the give and take of the gifts and the desires he's given us, being able to have room to flourish and to, to come out and then let God do the rest. And our lives then become, what I think is so beautiful when we do that, when we really allow ourselves to partner with him and we're humble enough to know I'm, you know, like I'm special because I'm him, but I'm not special compared to my brothers and sisters, right? This is the mark of what it means to be his kids. This is the mark that we get to see our lives be blessed, to see the impossible become reality and go from there. So what I find in those two verses is interesting is that there's an alternate route than what we might see in our minds that God wants to take us on when we go about this journey of stepping out and giving through vision builders. So will you let God take you on that alternate route is a question that I feel like he wants to, to stir in us for this year. Will you let him take you on that alternate route? You know, won't know that how you'll get there, but you will end up where you want to go. And you might not know the timing of it too. That's the hard part for us. So really what I felt is that the price tag of God's blessing is trust, and the steps into our desired future require our partnership. Okay? So. So. With my story, how it's kind of gone, the things that I really believe for every time I've sown into vision builders. So my vision, when I first came in, was just to get out of some debt. So I would sow and give that extra offering of vision builders to get out of debt. And God did beautifully in how he, he helped do that and bring a, um, a miracle inheritance through. I didn't see that coming. My plan was like, okay, God, I'm giving this. I'm just going to get, you know, increase in pay. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it wasn't just that. Yes. <laughs> And so he, he brought a miracle inheritance. That was the checks in the mail thing. I needed that for my faith initially, but God is so beautiful in how he matures us in our faith as we go in this journey, increasing us as we go. And then my vision came, okay, I, want, I, I would sow into my future husband. Um, and my vision, of how that, my vision for that was having a powerful godly man who, who modeled kingdom masculinity. My desired plan for this happening was that the picture that I had in my mind was he would be a taller man than me. But God's plan for my life <laughs> was giving me one of the biggest men that I know in the spirit. <laughs> yeah. So our desired process in his steps might be different, but... He, he fulfilled my desire more than I knew how to articulate it and what he did in the journey of me, coming, me becoming Alex's wife. So that's pretty cool. And then my vision for what our, um, my, my, our business and what our income would look like as a family was as, when I came into our relationship, I had my own business. I would be, you know, that boss entrepreneur. I always had this picture in my mind of, you know, 300,000 a year as our income, but I was going to be the one, right? And then God, when he brings you into a marriage, requires your visions to actually align and you to make room for someone else (laughs) and things to change, right? And things have changed. Um, So his steps were 
for me to step away from what I was doing, I ended up being on staff at church for a few years. We actually ended up in that time, I think our vision builders what my, was what my, our income was from church. So I wasn't really making anything. We were giving that. <laughs> right? <laughs> and what is interesting, I think, is how through the journey, my husband shared this story, but for me, what, what happened in that God's plan and his steps were that in me sowing in that time and learning and growing, a month before our first daughter was born, Alex stepped away from his job. He got a six-month severance so he could be at home with us to then getting a new job that was double his previous income, which coincidentally, or maybe not so much, was 300K. (laughs) All right. And then just to be able to see how on the heart side, it's always been the vision for our families that we'd be a House of Acts family. So we would see the miracle signs and wonders follow us wherever we went. And my desired process would be, you know, for that to happen in this journey would would just be for it to, like, I wanted that dream home immediately as our first house. Like, for the environment. Like, we picture things as the first time. Like, it has to happen that way. But God took us on a journey, and his steps have been that we, we bought... Our first home, which wasn't a great first home, but it was a little bit on the smaller side for what what I pictured, (laughs) right? Our pictures and what God has in mind. But what he did in that time, in that house, was stir in in me a prophetic gifting that I didn't know was there. He awakened that. That house came from us starting to look for the house to keys in hand. I think it was about 30 days. And then... Over that period of time that we had that house, we were able to refi, that, refi down to save $1,100 so that we could, that's how we were able to keep the house when we moved here. Wow. And just being able to see God's faithfulness, but it wasn't how I planned it. It wasn't the steps I thought. So I think what, what I, I really felt for was just to release as I closed just to release an impartation for those who are doubting because the process doesn't look like what you thought it would. Wow. Who, who are discouraged because of that and have actually come into that place of being unbelieving in God. And, also, and if that isn't you, I also feel like there's a few of you that just really want to be able to see the fire of God fall in a new way. So if either of those are you or you're in that place of doubt or unbelief, I want you to stand or if you're just wanting to see God awaken those gifts in you. So God, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your goodness. And God, I thank you that as we delight in you, as we keep our hearts soft towards you with what is precious to us, which, the, which is our treasure, which is our finances, which is the, all of us, God, that you're bringing about a miraculous shift. That it may not be as we plan, but we surrender our plans. We surrender our need to have it look the way that we want it to look. And we step into seeing it your way. That there is increase when it's done your way. That there is breakthrough when it is done your way. And God, you're awakening in us as we 
aren't just sacrificing, but we are obedient to do what you are speaking into our hearts or what we have already offered as our pledge for this year. God, that you release over us new boldness because we're yours. To do things that don't look like the way that the world would do them, that don't make sense even, but they are breathed on by you and your presence, Holy Spirit. So God, I see this new light, new light falling on us that is illuminating the path that is your path, the alternate route. They're you rerouting us if we're on our own track and we're stepping onto your track and your path, your steps that always lead us to things coming about in the fullness of what your design is for us, but even more so for the world around us. That we would live lives that are blessed because it is then going to be evident that we are your children, that there is a magnetism in that. So I thank you, God, for your, your presence falling right now. I just feel that sweet breath of hope rising from you. New confidence, new clarity. That the provision comes. Yes, it will be financial, but I also see that there's relationships being restored. Parents to their children children to their parents and I also see new opportunities that God has wrapped up your miracle in an opportunity that you're disqualifying and I just declare that you have the boldness to step into it and you're going to see unlocked the desires of your heart that you didn't even know how to articulate but God knows them so we thank you Jesus What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.